welcome to Before the Bid, your connection to some of the world's best livestock sales. Stay tuned as your host, Andy Howe, takes you coast to coast, stopping along the way to talk with producers about their operation, their livestock, and of course, their upcoming sales. Let's get to it. Welcome, livestock friends, to this Before the Bid podcast. And on this one, we are going out to Illinois, and we are starting with a bull sale here. We've got bull sale and spring sale season upon us here. And so I have a guest with us here tonight that uh, I am happy to have back on the podcast. Uh, again, we had a good conversation last year, and that may be one that you want to go back and listen to and listen to the start of that one because we got into quite a few things Uh, with that one that we may not get into this year and we'll roll through this catalog here and again we are out in Illinois and we are going to York Farms in Palestine, Illinois and they are going to have their 10th annual production sale. That sale is going to be on Saturday, February the 11th. They've actually moved their date up quite a bit and I want to ask our guest a little bit about uh, moving that sale date up but again it is on February the 11th and again at Palestine, Illinois with York Farms and I have back with me a friend of mine that uh, I enjoy speaking with every time we get to meet and, and hang out together, Joel York. He is back here on the podcast. So, Joel, welcome back, man. Thanks, Andy. It's always a privilege to get to do these with you. We appreciate the service you guys provide in doing this. It's always a good time. Well, it's, and it's always good to work with good people So uh, and, and get caught up with good people. So I enjoy it as well. So, Joel, let's start with, with one thing. We've moved this sale up almost a month. Is that right? Yeah, we moved it up. Actually, we were from the fourth Sunday in March up to the second weekend in February. So, yeah, a little over a month. Yep. Right. What What's the philosophy behind that? Well, just trying to, as operations change and, and trying to make a little better use of time and as we do row crop farm also besides right. besides the cattle, just trying to make a little better use of time and maybe reallocate when we can use our resources and our labor a little better and and move the sale up and try to make a little more time to do things a little later on and just kind of see where we can evolve with it. You know, it's kind of like I said in the letter there at the front, you want to be constant and consistent, but at the same time, you don't want to get stuck in a rut either. We just thought maybe this was an opportunity to capitalize on a lot of things that could be good for our operation and our customers, most importantly, at the same time. Right. Go ahead and see if we could move it up a little bit. Sure. And it's helped a lot with pictures and videos and things like that, right? Absolutely. Um, <laughs> this uh, this weather, gorgeous and sunny and 75, as they say every day, has just been outstanding trying to get this finished up. But uh, we're not working through anything that nobody else is, so we're all in the same boat. Right. This Illinois Indian weather has not been very good here the past couple of weeks to try to get pictures and videos and things done for this. That boat happens to have a lot of mud on it at the time, but uh, <laughs> it is what it is. Right. Absolutely. Yeah, this is your 10th sale, and so you've learned a lot going through this, and, and you guys started out, and, and we don't have to go in-depth in it like we did last year, but but you guys started out consigning to quite a few other sales. We did. We actually, you know, if, if a person gets on the website and looks, they can read the, the long and the short of the whole story, but yeah, we did. We used to participate in several of those at the state and local level, and also some group consignment sales with females and things in the fall, but the more of those we did, it was always kind of dad and I's goal, if you have it, to be able to get to a point where we thought like we were maybe comfortable enough or wanted to try to promote our own program. Mm-hmm. 
more on on one day you know you hope you you hope you get people coming and traffic you know every day of the year would be great right. um, as far as visibility and and doing things but to kind of put it all together and do it on one day you know everybody kept telling me there's just something to be said for that and and there really is to try to just put your whole program out there it's exciting and nerve-wracking all at the same time right <laughs> to do it all just here it is you know Absolutely. But it brings a little more advertisement to your your own place. It brings a little more clout, a little more, what's the word I'm looking for here? Uh, you know, maybe maybe recognition. There I you guess. go. Yeah. Um, that, and that can be good and bad, let's face it. Right. But you want to get people to your place. And, and by the same token, you've got to go see those people when you do it. You know, you try to get those repeats customers comfortable with coming to you but to get out there and go to them and see them and get on their place those are the things that really really hit home to build those relationships with and keep things going to keep a program going forward with your customers both repeat customers and new ones but if you can get it to where people are coming to your place it's just different versus holding it at an off-site facility whether right. you're on your own or with a group of consigners right in my opinion right absolutely yeah i agree with that Hey, Joel, before we get too far, why don't you tell us a little about the family? Who's involved in the operation and how things work? Sure. My wife, Missy, and I here, we actually live in the, the uh, house on the one farm that was my grandparents' house. Mm -hmm. And our two boys, Cody and Brady, Cody's a senior in high school and Brady's in seventh grade. So they keep us hopping, keep doing all this. And when we're not running to a practice or a ball game or an FFA this or, or a student sent at that, they're out here with us doing it as much as they can. Mm-hmm. My dad is still here every day. My folks live at the other farm, which is where the sale is. My mom and dad there, which was a home place where my sisters and I grew up. Mm -hmm. So it's predominantly us here every day, all the time. We do have quite a bit of help, you know, off and on at different times. Of course, picture and video days are, are different, you know, working through things. It's all hands on deck every day, all the time. But right. uh, we were able to uh, have another young man start in with us this year. Jordan Stevens is here part-time, splitting time with us and, uh, another operation locally uh he's been a great help great addition and also a couple other high school type kids off and on back and forth had another young man just started with us here so it takes a whole bunch of us it seems like right but just trying to make it all work right and you say cody's a senior this year yes and yep. so finished up that golf career Yep, got uh, got golf done last year. Had a really good year this year. They didn't have a strong of the team with having losing all those upperclassmen mm -hmm. from last year, but he did qualify and made it to the sectionals this year. Out of that, so that was uh, that was a good way to go out on a senior note after the year they had last year. That was sure a pretty neat deal. That was kind of the the first of the last. That was a season last fall that it's like okay, this is it, you know. Mm -hmm when you get to that point but no looking forward to that he's planning on going to lakeland college there in the fall for that uh, and starting in their pre-vet program up there so just kind of where we're at in life as they say right with that. and this past summer he was on the champion fitting team at the angus junior nationals am i correct he was he would be quick to point out that was their second year running right they had won that right um, but that's that's a really neat deal allows those kids to to showcase what they do, the kids that get in there and do the work and do it. And that's that's really something that I've been impressed with that the Junior Association has done. They've made a lot bigger deal out of that the last two or three years than what it used to be. Mm -hmm. um, and the participation has shown. I mean, gosh, I think they had 20-some teams this year. 
right. participated in that. But that's a great deal with all the contests, not just the fitting contest that they have, but that's a great showcase for our youth that we're doing through that. But yeah, that was a really cool experience, really neat deal. That's that's beginning to be a really close-knit group of kids, and it's, it's fun. Right, and got Brady uh, involved in junior activities as well. Yep, Brady will, is in seventh grade here. Of course, had the really good run with the heifer last year and mm-hmm. fortunate enough to be Junior Nationals top five, we, what we covered last year. We'll mm-hmm. spend a lot of time on that. But he's following right along, you know, with five and a half years difference. It's just different stages, you know, right. between the two boys. But he's he's very involved, and, and you got to take a step back and go, oh, okay, yep, he is still 12. All right, right here we go. <laughs> <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah, you've got older Cody and, and yeah, 12 – yeah, a lot younger Brady, so yep, absolutely. Right. And you guys started in the commercial cow-calf business. We did. And and then got into the Angus business. Yep. And and still doing row crop as well. Yep. Generally don't lack for much to do, to be quite honest. <laughs> right. Uh, we still run a few of those commercial cows as recips here um, <laughs> that we've done. But, yeah, we started out in that. We were actually able to lease another farm that's just down the road from my parents' place. In fact, you can see one farm from the other. Mm-hmm. And when we got the opportunity to do that there about 12 years ago, that really helped and and kind of allowed us a place to be able to run the numbers to be able to do an event like this. With running about 100 to 110 cows, mm-hmm. uh, it still gets to be in quite a bit of pressure trying to do a 35, 40 lot sale every year. Right. Uh, that's just a function of it. But right. with adding that facility there down the road from my folks, that really kind of gave us the opportunity of, okay, maybe we've really got a chance to do this here. Right. Yep. Well, that's neat. Well, before we get away from that uh, and, and get into this sale, Cody uh, also very good and had a lot of success in the showmanship in Illinois this year. Yeah, he has. He really kind of takes to that and, and the fitting things, those are two things that he's really kind of dove into. But he's had a lot of success at the at the state preview and state fair levels, being up in the top of those age divisions and and at the the regional previews and and different things. That that's a really talented bunch of kids that we've got in Illinois in that age bracket that he's in. Mm-hmm. I mean, gosh, there's five, six, seven kids in there that, I mean, really, there's about any of them could show one for most of us about any time. To be honest with you. That group of kids pushes each other, and it's really fun to see because there's there's some really talented kids in there. Right. And one thing I don't want to skip over, did I see pictures of you showing a pig this summer? You might have. <laughs> you might have. We did a we did a bit of an old folk showmanship at the, at the local county fair. So uh-huh. They got me to uh, dust off the master showmanship skills and, and got me out there driving a hog again. So... It was uh, it was a bit of a hoot for several people involved, and some of the rest of us were just sore for a couple of days. But... <laughs> <laughs> well, that's great. Something I found out, you showed, and, and the boys are involved in the Crawford County Fair in Illinois. That's true. I'm in Crawford County, Indiana. And, I had uh, never thought about that until you just said it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. I guess I knew it, but I'd never thought about it. Right. I saw that and I thought, now wait a minute. How did we how did we skip that last time? So maybe we need to get this alumni showmanship into the hogs in Crawford County on your side of the river now, too. <laughs> I don't know anything about showing pigs. <laughs> well, I didn't say I did, but <laughs> 
uh, yeah, I don't, I don't think we're gonna have any master peak showmen uh, over here in this Crawford County. So, Joel, let's let's get into this sale a little and and talk about some of these lots because we've got a great lineup of cattle here that we want to tell some of these people about. Again, the sale on February the 11th, and that is in Palestine, Illinois, and that is at one o'clock Central Time. And first off, you are gonna have uh, live auctions there. Yep, you bet. Brooklyn will be here as, as she has been the past several years. So we will have that option for people that aren't able to come. All the bulls and females will all be there on site, split up into smaller contemporary groups just outside the sale barn there where we have the sale in the shed. We do not bring the animals in through a sale ring. They will all play the videos that are done. Assuming Mother Nature lets us get them finished and we will get them <laughs> done one way or another. But yep, we'll have lunch there around noon. Have the cattle all out there on display. Have everything ready to go there, you know, around 9 10 in the morning mm-hmm. people can come out look through them come visit with us we'll sure be glad to do anything we can do and hopefully just kind of cover all the bases and take care of anything anybody would have any questions about right and some people that we can get a hold of sale day phones get a hold of you get a hold of your dad robert jerry layman jordan stevens also get a hold of those guys also grant beetle jeremy stone casey gents and Roger Holstrom, you can get a hold of those guys. You can find that information in the catalog. Uh, also, the marketing agent. Yep, you bet. Adam Swigert has always done our uh, media work for us, videos and pictures, and just kind of stepped up this year with a little bigger role. So we want to make sure we recognize that and thank him for working with us all these years and, and working through those programs and and different things, uh, branching out his business there just a little bit. And so we want to be sure and, and recognize Adam for his hard work and, and doing all that over the years. Right. Also, you guys have a guest consigner this time. We do. Musgrave Farms from over at Willow Hill, Todd and Tyler have a couple open heifers. They're going to consign this time. Tyler has helped us here since before he had a driver's license. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'd go meet him in Robinson and he'd come help after school. His mom bring him over after work. So, But he's been around a long time, worked for us here a little while while he was going to junior college and different stuff. And they're starting to have a few cattle out of some of these show heifers and things that they bought and, and moved into their donor program. And, you know, just asked kind of about having an outlet to maybe move a couple and course the answer was sure if you want to let's let's go ahead and see what happens with it we, we sure thank them for bringing a couple of nice open heifers over right absolutely joel where can we find this catalog if we don't have one in hand if you don't have a hard copy in hand which they should have went out in the mail you should be getting those here the last week of january you can log on to our website which is yorkfarmsangus.com and go to the for sale page it's also on the angus sale book site on the american angus association page and we've also got it linked up to our Facebook and Instagram accounts also on there. So it should be pretty accessible wherever you're at. And if anybody would like to have a hard copy, uh, we do have a lot of those here. We just got our box of them today to mail out. So if anybody's looked at it online and wants a hard copy, please feel free to reach out and we'll get you one as quick as we can. Okay. Well, good. Well, we've got 16 bulls to talk here for this offering on February the 11th. And Joe, I'll, I'll let you kind of take the reins here, but let's not skip over this lot one bull because we start out really strong here with this iconic son. Yeah, we really did. This bull really just kind of Every year when we do lot one, you know, it, you may not end up being the best bull when you put the catalog together, but boy, this guy has kind of been right there at the top every time all the way through. And to be quite honest, in everybody's opinion, he sure gets in that top sort real quick. Mm-hmm. 
this iconic sire group has been really popular all the way through. Seems like that's a new sire group for us here with these first three bulls. And uh, boy, we went back and used him again. We've got calves on the ground here coming this year. And boy, they sure haven't disappointed us. This lot one bull really just kind of ties a lot of things together in terms of shape and just overall herd bull presence and really does a nice job out of a just a gorgeous made 1682 daughter. Mm-hmm. Right. And half brother there to him is lot two. Absolutely. Yep. Two comes back in also goes back to a cow that was one that we have here in partnership with Ron Rogers. That'd be the SQR prefix on the front of some of these cattle. Mm-hmm. Uh, back to those lady cattle that uh, came from Riley's up in Wisconsin, of course, just a load of maternal in there, a little bit more moderate frame kind of package than this guy, but just really sound, super good footed, good looking, attractive kind of bull. And it sure looks like from the way these iconic cattle have done, they're going to feed really well and, and hold up also. Right. A couple yep. Cadillac ranches here in the four and five. Yep. You bet. You know, going through those, we again tried to work on some different sire groups, you know, mm-hmm. like we talked earlier, you get to doing sales for years. And I, I actually had a customer a few years ago, made a comment to me that it really kind of hit home and it still kind of resonates to me. He said, well, I didn't feel like I could buy a bull from you because I'd bought several there in the past. Mm -hmm. Right. And, you know, that really kind of made me stop and think. I quickly kind of corrected him and, and, you know, more pointed out than corrected that, well, if we're doing our job or anybody is a seed stock supplier, if we're doing embryo transfer and AI and all those things, hopefully we're giving you options. Mm -hmm. And you're not just buying the same thing you bought seven, eight, nine years ago um, with the evolution of genetics and and progressive breeding and things like that. But, you know, we've kind of always tried to keep that in mind. You know, the old tried and true is a good place to hang your hat, but you've got to be able to to go off of that once in a while. Right. So that group with those Cadillac Ranch bulls just was kind of another little sire group that we tried. And both of the cow families on those bulls are super solid with the 4504 Georgina cow back through the pedigree on the lot four bull there. I mean, that was a donor here that was a staple for us for years. That was just good, solid cattle mm-hmm. um, every time. Didn't matter if you got a bull or heifer. And then, of course, the lot five bull goes back to the Brooks Forever Lady Cow and you can see those scattered all through the catalog and they've been right up there at the top every year. And anytime you can tie into anything to do that goes back to the forever lady 14 cow, whether it's a bull or a female, you're going to be a well, well money spent on that investment. Those things just get the job done. Right. We go to a whole slew of bloodline bulls here. Well, we sure did. You know, we've got the lot six bull pictured there at the bottom of the page. He would actually be a maternal brother to a high selling bull from last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, went to H and B cattle over there in Indiana. That cow's just doing an outstanding job. She's on a bull run. This is her third one in a row, <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, Boy, she's sure getting it done and cranking them out consistently. And, you know, this Bloodline Sire group has been really good for us. I got the opportunity to see him out there at Kelly's and was really just impressed with the length and the power and the growth in these cattle. They've got enough of that length to gain weight, to put enough pounds on, just push down on that scale and, you know, really offer something to some of these commercial guys that still buy and sell their cattle by the pound. And let's face it, that's where we're at. Right. You know, whether we're in the seed stock business or in the commercial business, these cattle got us have some frame and size and scale to be able to push down on that scale to uh, 
to be able to punch a ticket and keep everybody going. Right. You've got these out of quite a few different mother lines here or, or dam lines and, you know, no slouch lines here. We've got Proven Queens. We've got Emblanets. We've got Black Cap Maze that these bloodlines are out of. You bet. You know, those cow families have done it all the time. You know, when you flip the page there and go to that lot 10 bull that's pictured at the top there, you know, and you'll notice, and, and I'm going to point this out with him, the dam of that bull is featured back in the female part of the sale. Mm-hmm. You know, so those cows and these bulls, you can kind of see how all that ties together. You know, the cows and the females that we're offering are the ones that are putting these top end bulls in the sale. Mm-hmm. This is not by any means every bull we had born last year. Mm-hmm. It's just the top end to represent the best of where we thought we were at. You know, and there's a few bulls that are a little younger that we had, but just trying to focus on those falls and predominantly those January, February, March born bulls that really trying to pour out there and, and consistently get it done. The lot eight bull would be a maternal brother to a bull that went to Tucker Farms over in Indiana last year. That renowned daughter, you know, out of an Emblanette cow that came from Ingrams has just consistently done her thing. We finally got her to have a heifer for us this time. She was another one that had been on a run. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, when you can sit there and put bulls up in the top of your weaning and yearling ratios and index every year, you know, that's where we want to be. And she's sure done that for sure. Right. If you skip over there to the 11 bull pictured at the top of uh, the next page there adjacent, you know, there's another bull back whose dam's in the sale, back in the female part. Mm-hmm. You know, bloodline back to, again, the Forever Lady 14 cow. Mm-hmm. And ties in, you know, right along with skipping over 12 a little bit, not discounting, but to talk 11 and 13 at the same time a little bit. Right. You know, 13 would be a full brother to the bull that Lorenzen's would have bought as our high-selling bull two years ago that's done a really, really good job for them and, and this guy's no slouch. He just follows right along right there. Well, I was going to say, he's he's done a lot over there at Lorenzen's. He's had a lot of opportunities. Let's put it that way. <laughs> <laughs> he's, uh, he's darn sure towed the line and, and got it done. I know they're tickled to death with them to visit with, uh, with Adam and Steve up there. And he's left them a really nice set of daughters to build off of. And, and that right there to me is, is the mark of consistency that we're all trying to get to. Whether you're raising show cattle or performance cattle or, or just commercial cattle, when you've got that consistency and, and that staple and you know where you're going with it and you've got a pretty good idea what you've got, then that's where we want to try to be. Right. Absolutely. understand that. Let's go over the next page here. We've got uh, the 14 through the 16 on this one. Yep, you bet. In the 14 and 15 bulls, we've got our two Semangus bulls this year. Mm-hmm. You know, both of them being flush mates. Sired by Brilliance, you know, I mean, that Cavanese, we've sold full brothers and heifers to these guys over the years that have sold really well. Uh, We would have sold a full sister to these two guys to Bauer Enterprises a few years ago, would have been one of our high-selling females Mm -hmm. uh, out of this same flush of Brilliance's out of the 7037T Reba cow. Mm -hmm. And, you know, these guys being a little younger falls and still offer a lot of that Cavanese with them. We had several of our commercial customers that were running percentage-type bulls or some Simmental bulls and things like that. And and we've tried to offer a couple, three every year just to kind of fit those needs and things. They've been pretty well-received. So we're pretty happy with those two guys. You know, we've got the picture bull there of the two brothers on the right they're mm-hmm. just just really good athletic built kind of solid functional type bulls that should have a lot of longevity into them and and still have quite a bit of cavities you know built in there too for those guys wanting to do that uh, little sam angus deal there so right right yeah just take note the 14 and 15 are sim angus bulls are out of out of brilliance but uh they are on a on a simmental female so absolutely yeah right. a little special deal down here in the lot 16 
Yeah, when you get to 16, there's there's a reason we gave him a half a page. That is, that's the guy we call Rise Up. Uh, he would be a uh, full brother in blood to Stevenson Turning Point at Gen X. And uh, he's a bull we own. He's been a hard sire here for a number of years. And, you know, to be quite honest, he's been so productive that we've got so many daughters running around here doing an outstanding job that we just thought it was kind of time to move on and offer somebody else an opportunity. Right. And, uh, boy, we've been able to sell bulls and, and these daughters, you know, as you flip through the catalog, you'll find several of those good two and three year old females out of him that are doing the job and, and their production ratios are getting the cattle up here that, that we can feature in the sale. And, you know, that's just kind of what he's done every time. And, you know, you're just going to know you're going to get something marketable and, you know, that pedigree speaks for itself and the tried and true consistency back through it. And just kind of a, we thought we'd reach out and offer a unique opportunity for some guys looking to branch out a little bit and uh, take advantage and, and kind of see the proof in the pudding. You can see what he does. Right. Yeah. And, and I think his, his brother's done a good job of leading the way as well. Yep, exactly. You know, there's been a lot of features and maternal brothers and, and sisters sold to a lot of outstanding programs all over the country. And, you know, those kind of things are, are not taken lightly. You know, we've used this guy on heifers and had great results as far as cavities goes, but yet they've still got enough punch that, mm-hmm. you know, you're not going to be disappointed at weaning and yearling time. They're going to be right in there with their contemporaries and just cover all the bases for good, sound, solid production cattle. And, you know, you go putting way up back on, on those Bismarck cows and back to that pride cow family. There's just a lot to be said there. Right. Absolutely agree with that. So, so 16 bulls uh, to offer in the sale, and and not to discount the bulls at all, but we've got some females in this sale that are just outstanding that uh, we need to talk about here. And some of them, they start right here in, in with the Musgrave, too, in the lot 17 and 18. Yep, like we mentioned earlier, kicking off the, the podcast there at the front, 17 and 18 would be uh, – the two consignments from Musgraves, both out of the 419 daughter that they're starting to flush and work on a little bit. Uh, we just put all these three females in birthday order and, and sure tied in and started in with those. But, you know, that proven queen cow family has got to be a household name uh, in the Angus breed, of course, originating in, in southeast Illinois right down here at Four Corners. But, you know, those two females offer something a little different in terms of that from some of the production type cattle. And, you know, the lot 18, uh, actually, we got it squeezed in there in the footnote. She would actually be a flush sister to a heifer that got a piece of the division at, just at Cattleman's Congress just a few weeks ago. Right. So, you know, there's quite a bit of a story built in there and some marketing and longevity and shelf life built into those females and just kind of wanted to offer those as a unique opportunity, just kind of for some things there, whether a guy's looking for that show heifer or or just a replacement or a future donor prospect to put back and have some longevity and long-term marketability in there. We sure thought these three females, the two Musgrave heifers in 17 and 18, and then uh, our Cadillac Ranch daughter in there is 19, just kind of grouped up really nice and Mm -hmm. just nice type, kind of functional type heifers that really had that added look and, and things to offer there for their prospective buyers for sure and those three open heifers right and like you said heifers that that you can take and show or you can you can just take and of course put back in the herd and and make good ones out of absolutely yep right we've got some cow lots here uh, as we roll back through this thing and uh boy like i said the, the females in this thing are just crazy good 
Yeah, we really, uh, we've always tried to dig in pretty deep on the female side of it and, and offer some things that, you know, if we were going to a sale to buy, that's what we'd be interested in. Right. And, you know, we just bailed right in into this lot 20 cow on J545. She's just done us an outstanding job. She's been on a pretty good heifer run for us. We never have flushed this cow yet, but boy, she sure is earning her possibility to be up in that league. Just done an outstanding job. We have three daughters out of her. In addition to the Bloodline September Heifer Calf that sells as 20A, Mm -hmm. uh, we have a full sister to her that would be one model year older, as well as a Rise Up daughter that just calved in here just a few days ago and just doing an outstanding job. She's just done us really, really well and been well served, whether we've gotten bulls or females out of her. You've just been very, very consistent with her. Kind of a neat little update thing on her. We were able to get a little bit of blood test preg checking done here, and she did come back safe carrying a heifer calf to Craftsman. Awesome. So wanted to get that little pub throat in there, too. Of course, all those kind of things will be on the update sheets, and we'll get more of them as we go. But uh, kind of thought that was a neat little ticket to to get punched in there, too. So Right. Now, is that going to go as a three-in-one? then uh probably probably what our plan will be was with these older september heifer calves we'll probably sell choice okay um, okay on them yep okay yep about all these heifers we will have all these five every one of these fall pairs has a heifer calf beside her awesome and uh we will have all of those calves worked through they will be uh, able to be sold off the side we've got all those broke to tie already awesome um as we work through it but uh yeah it'll be uh It'll be interesting to see how these heifers continue to mature here over the next two, three weeks, but we're sure pretty excited about the potential that these A-lot heifer calves had onside these fall calving cows, for sure. Right. Uh, These A-lots have a little bit in common here on these pages. They do. They do. (laughs) Uh, There's a a little bit of a a pattern there, if you notice. Right. Um, I do see a typo on one that's actually supposed to be, we got the wrong pedigree on there as we're reading through this, but okay. we'll get that fixed on the update sheet. That's why we have those. Right? Okay, absolutely. But, yep. Uh, yep, yep, exactly. But uh, no, the 21 cow there and the 21A heifer calf sired by Rise Up, that cow does another outstanding job. And, and she's also one that goes right in that same vein with, you know, being an own daughter out of the 14 Forever Lady Cow, working through that. And uh, we also had her in that same group, and she did preg check safe on a blood test to uh, Craftsman also. Oh, cool. On that 21 cow there. So, but yeah, she's worked through great and done a great job. One of the bloodline fall bulls actually back up in the sale. I believe it was lot 11 would be her bull calf from last year. Okay. Um, just done a really really good job about as nice an odor under one as you can draw just one of those insight daughters got a little extra look up front and mm-hmm. still got that broody maternal angus look to her as you can see there from the picture just really really solid complete kind of female right as you get over into 22 and 3 i mean those uh those two cows being flush sisters mm-hmm. uh, that we would have bought out of pasture views dispersal as open heifers mm-hmm. both of those females the 22 cow would have raised one of our top three or four high selling bulls last year and 23 has uh, has a the block 10 bloodline bull that's pictured on a big picture up there up back up further in the book. So mm-hmm. uh, those two cows have sure done an outstanding job and and doing a great job with these heifer calves they have beside them here. There's no doubt about it. In fact, the 23A heifer calf is the one that I see we've got a pedigree correction on. That actually is a a Stevenson way up 60236 heifer calf. I did catch that just now as we were reading through it. Okay. So, We'll be sure and get that corrected sale day. That'd be one of the things that this guy didn't catch when he was laying out the book. But uh, <laughs> I guess if we did it all right the first time, it wouldn't be any fun. Or that's what we'll say at this point. Right. So. You're right. 
You're right. Yep. We're human, you right? <laughs> you bet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Haven't messed up since the last time. <laughs> That's right. That's all right. Yeah, so we'll, we'll get that get that corrected and, and be good to go. So Exactly. We just keep going. And I was going to going to break in and say, man, you talked about digging deep and everybody talks, oh, yeah, we dig deep, we dig deep. But when you're talking about the bulls or the mothers of the bulls that have topped the sale, that have been in the top, that, that are picture feature bulls this year, you're, you're serious. Oh, absolutely. You know, a lot of guys can say that, but you can't figure it out. Right. Um, you know, when you can put it there to kind of together, they're in the same book and, you know, there it is right in front of you. And you can go back and do it, you know, and and kind of see, you know, and hopefully the people that have have worked with us over the years and people who kind of followed our program a little bit can kind of see that consistency is, you know, we sound like we're beating a dead horse and and kicking the same drum here. But that's really what it's all about and trying to do things. And I mean, let's face it, we've all got some that we think could do a little better job. But I'm darn sure not going to ask somebody to spend their hard earned time and money trying to do those and make those things work. These are all cattle that have been here and and done the job, done what we've asked them to do. But yet at the same time with having these sales every year, you got to dig in and, and offer things that, boy, you'd sure like to keep that one one more right. time. But, right. Uh, you know, it gets to making the guy's cow herd pretty young pretty quick. If you notice, the oldest cow in here is just a six-year-old cow. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, maybe one seven, I guess, in the lot 26 cow. But, uh, you know, you get to past the point, I, I don't look to go to a sale very often and go look at a bunch of 10, 12-year-old cows. Right. You know, you want to get something that's got some value to it that's going to hopefully improve your operation, no matter what that is. And and that's what we're trying to offer at the same time. So Absolutely. Absolutely. Yep. Well, let's keep rolling through here. Yep. As we roll on back through there, you know, you flip the page, you get to 1701, the Lot 25 cow. So she would actually be the grandmother of the Lot 1 bull. Jeez. Yeah. This Sub-Zero daughter just really has done us a great job. We were fortunate enough to own part of Sub-Zero when he sold with that group of breeders. And, you know, that bull did us a great job in in doing what we wanted him to do. Those cattle are, are very modern in their kind, big-hipped and easy flashing. Um, still have a great deal of added IPU to them uh, over the average type, you know, production bred type cattle. And just, you know, you get that birth weight pulled down there in a really, really moderate package. Mm-hmm. You know, compared to whatever that is, whatever everybody's idea of that is, mm-hmm. trying to help those things. And and she's just done an outstanding job. Uh, she pr- would have produced a cow last year that would have sold for 5000 through the sale with a calf at side. And that was this 25 cow. So, I mean, these things have, have got a production record to prove to do it. She is bred up safe to calve to resilient here, right here before sale time. So mm. she is what she is. That cow looks exactly as her picture is. And and that's the way we represent them all. And she's just one of those that's just easy to look at. And those cattle are fun to be around. There's no right. doubt about it. Absolutely. Yep. Absolutely. Um, you know, as we skip on through the pages here and go through some of those, you know, we need to stop on the 29 and 30. Both of those cows did calve to resilient and have those resilient sired calves at side on the lot 29 and 30. Mm-hmm. Um, both of those were bred up AI, just as we'd hope. Just both of them done a great job. The lot 29 cow, her mother would be uh, 11 years old. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Still out there doing it. Got a big old bull calf beside her right now. Still doing it. We had four of those brilliant daughters out of the 415 proven queen cow, and, and her mother would be the last one of those still around. And 
we sold sisters to the sale tour for years. We had had one here and there, and and that's kind of just the one that's been here the longest and and done a really really good job. And that would be the dam of that twenty nine cow. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you get into thirty, she would be a maternal sister to a bull that was lot one five or six years ago. Mm-hmm. He was an Angus Valley son back out of this fifteen oh five cow, and just done a really really good job all the way through being consistent. So, mm-hmm. just but, a young uh, one. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yep. Just ready to rock and roll. Got a lot of years and longevity built into that one for sure. Mm-hmm. You know, you get into the 31 bred heifer there featured right up at the top of the page. And, and that one's got quite a bit of a story to her. You know, her mother was one that, that the boys have shown quite a few bred knowns with and had quite a bit of success back out of the 519 cow. And, and she's done us a great job here, just consistently producing some of those type cattle with that added look and shape and dimension and, uh, she would actually be a full sister to a heifer that won a division at the Indiana State Fair a couple of years ago over that way for uh, Buck Creek. Mm-hmm. Uh, would have won that fall division there at the Indiana State Fair. And there's just been several of those full sisters. And boy, this one sure gets in there and just hits you right off. She's one that's always, you walk out there to look at her and she looks just like that picture. Mm-hmm. She just, awesome. she knows she's got it and, and likes to show it. <laughs> <laughs> she's, got, she's got that attitude, huh? Uh, yep. the, the good attitude yeah yeah the yeah, good attitude I'm, yeah let's right. yeah let's make sure we don't let's make sure we don't mess that up but she's got that attitude that she knows she's good exactly she's just got that i guess presence might be a right better word that's a, that's a better word yep. yep i knew i'd get to it here in a minute but, uh, <laughs> yep just one there you know we would have sold uh sold a full sister to her that would have been the champion production female through the illinois futurity sale last year would have been another flush mate to this heifer so i mean she sure got a track record of full sisters there to to really get it done. So those guys, you know, they're looking for that added eye appeal and sure. And some of those kind of things up through there, that one's that one sure got a lot to offer. Sure. Out about it. Sure. Good one. But you know, you go on back through here and, and we've got a, a set of these. There's six of these. The last six lots in the sale are all are all two year olds that will either have a calf at side or or up close to real cabin there soon after the sale within a few weeks you know it's just uh it's hard to put a blend together you know we're just running about 100 cows of you know you've got to take a few breads and you got to take a few pairs and you got to take a few falls and and just try to make it all work you know i don't know whether that's right or wrong but that's just kind of the way we've always tried to build it Mm -hmm. you know and a lot of that's a a function of of where we live and kind of everybody everybody manages their things a little different so you know we just try to offer a little bit of of everything that we have and, and hopefully you know, guys find things that, that work for them. You know, as you flip through this back page here, the last four lots, the pictured heifer up there at top would be, you know, I put in the footnote, just a classic one of those rise up daughters that blackbird cow that she's out of just has done a great job. Her ratios get up right towards the top and she's going to lay down and have that iconic calf air at her right close to sale time. Just got a great little udder working underneath her and just a lot of future built into this one for sure. No mm-hmm. doubt about it. Mm-hmm. So those would kind of be the two features in that group of bred heifers there in the 31 and the 33 and, mm-hmm. you know, just kind of trying to offer some of those good young females too. We we were fortunate enough. We had a group of a nice bigger set than usual uh, set of bread. So we tried to offer for a couple more maybe than what we might have in some years. Good. Good. Yeah, everybody looking for those young cows to, to take in and, and get going and have that longevity with them and, and a lot of years left in them. And you get, you guys have offered it right up to them. Like I said, just trying to uh, hopefully, you know, put together some cattle that, that we like. You know, you and I visited a little bit before. Every Everybody has their own things, you know, but you've, at the end of the day, a guy's got to go out and raise the kind of cattle that, that he likes. And, 
and can stand behind and, and be comfortable with. And that's for sure what we try to offer with having these different sets and getting things put together, you know, in terms of a package that's got some phenotype to it and, and some look and some longevity and profitability and doability to it. And the bulls and females both, that's sure where we try to put our emphasis on. Right, absolutely. And you've got a couple things, too, about these bulls and things like that. You've got, you'll have them fertility tested and ready to yep. go. Absolutely. Okay. And then there's a couple other things there in the in the front of that catalog. Yep. Um, that breaks that down real simple. You know, if a guy has a place to go with them and wants to get them in that day, uh, we will offer that discount on those bulls. And then mm-hmm. that multiple bull discount that's all spelled out there in the front of the catalogs, mm-hmm. that sure holds true there. And, and we sure stand behind each and every one of them. You know, that's uh, to the best of our ability. That's all you can do. Uh, right. Sometimes things are out of our control and things happen, but... I think everybody pretty well understands that. And, you know, you just cross that bridge when you get there, if you have to, and, and do the best you can. And that's all we can do. Right. Right. Joel, anything else about the sale, about the cattle, about the operation, anything else that, that we need to uh, let everybody know about? No, I just sure want to thank everybody for taking the time to listen through the podcast. And it's taken the interest over the years, whether this is your first time picking up a sale catalog or, or listening to Andy and I do this, uh, be afraid to reach out. Please come the day of the sale and, and come introduce yourself and come see us. We sure want to welcome everybody to come. We try to give everybody hopefully an opportunity that they can enjoy. We had met a new family last year that actually came the night before the sale and, and had their four-year-old and their four-month-old with them. Oh, wow. Yeah. And uh, I tell you what, you want to give those people all the recognition they can get because I know you and I have both been there and it's a show for <laughs> Right. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, we just uh, just really appreciate everybody's support over the years and looking forward to the 11th of February here and, and this new sale date and seeing what we can get done uh, in terms of working through things with this new date and, and the new format. Right. Absolutely. And hopefully getting those videos taken care of. <laughs> absolutely that's getting towards the top of the list it's been there for a while right has there been any thought maybe maybe moving this forward might not have been the best thing (laughs) you know there was there was as many times as not over the years when we had that march date that right it seemed like it was going to bite you just about as soon as not so uh, i guess uh i guess that's what we get living in the midwest and dealing with that it's it's either too hot or it's mud season sometimes and that's just the way it is right right but either way, or everybody else around there is fighting it as well. So they're understanding and uh, just just the challenge that comes with the cattle business. Absolutely. That's Absolutely. that's part of the reason we do this, just see what happens next, it seems like, someday. <laughs> right. Right. I agree. I agree. Joel, man, I appreciate it. It has been great to visit with you here uh, on this one and want to wish you the best of luck there on February the 11th. Again, York Farms at Palestine, Illinois. That will start at 1 o'clock Central Time. And if you cannot make it, Brooklyn will be there to bring it to you on liveauctions.tv. So join in there and uh, check out the sale. Joel, again, just appreciate it, man. Thanks, Andy. We really appreciate it. All right. Thank you. And we want to thank you for listening to another edition of Before the Bid Podcast.